Christ, you people suck. Wow. Marine on a Episode 266 for the week of October 29th, otherwise known as D-Day for releases. Uh, with me this week, I have uh, Super GambusCon. Greetings, programs. You totally need to tweet that picture and let people see that. Because that is, he's got the glasses on, he's spreading his shirt open, showing you the big, even though it's backwards. It's backwards, it's mirrored. Yeah. So yeah, I almost mo- thought you know it says it's backwards. Are they going to think I'm bizarro? Bizarro. <laughs> you kind of look bizarro-ish, <laughs> and I kind of talk like them too. Oh. Uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, and also with me the frustrated fury. Hey, it's been a while. What's up? Nothing. There you go. So we're going to talk about some video games. Uh, so I hope Gambus has been playing some. Oh, uh, yeah, I've been playing some games. Um, Something non-iOS or Xenoblade Chronicles? Um, I can <laughs> I can say one of them. Uh, it's not Xenoblade Chronicles. Okay, well, that's... The last story. That... <laughs> or the last story. Okay. Or what's the uh, Etrian Odyssey? That's the other one. Uh, no Etrian Odyssey. Um, but I did play some 3DS. 3Ds. Yes. Um, but I think I'm going to start with um, um, the iPhone. <laughs> uh, Go ahead yeah. and knock it out of the way. Super, super, like, release time, fall rush, and we're going to talk about iPhone games. Hey, this is a good iPhone game. You say that it's, every week. But, but this... But, I mean, but, Last but. time I talked about an iPhone game, it was the... Uh, the what should we call it? The Saturday morning RPG. That is not true. You talked about Final Fantasy the last time you were on the show. Okay, well that was that was still pretty significant. <laughs> and and this is kind of sort of significant. Oh man, it, it kind of sort of significant yeah, on it's, iOS. It's, is... it's worth talking about. It's worth talking oh, about. Okay, what game is it? Because people are on the edge of their seat. It's He Man. Oh yeah, I saw the, the pictures game. of that. Yeah, the most powerful game on earth, or something. Yeah, um, it's a um, it's a side-scrolling um, action platformer. Does it use virtual controller, like the the D-pad and the buttons on the screen? It it doesn't have a D-pad and button buttons on the screen. Um, I think they did this very well. The whole right, no, left side of the screen is for 
traveling left and right. So you put your thumb and move it to to the right to walk right. You put your thumb, you know, on the screen and move move it to a little bit to the left, and he automatically starts moving left. Um, it's pretty intuitive for the way it is because you can put your thumb anywhere on the left left side of the screen, and wherever put you, you put your thumb, that's where the uh, virtual D pad kind of takes place at the time. So uh, I think it's a much better way than a stationary D-pad. Um, and then the same goes for the right side of the screen. Whenever you tap the right side of the screen, he, uh, he attacks with his sword, which if you tap real fast, he actually does combos. Does he shout, he man? Whenever he kills uh, an enemy, it, it, it's kind of weird because it's like the the music is very similar. Uh, it's not the same music from the original TV series, but it, you could tell that whoever did the music was like, "I'm going to be inspired by the original television series music." So it's kind of like the actual music itself kind of goes. That's that's what I did in Skyrim. Uh, when I got a big sword, a big two-handed sword, every time I'd pull it out, I'd go, He-Man. <laughs> yep. And uh, uh, so you, you tap you tap the right side of the screen for him to, to do his sword attacks. Um, and then you also... Uh, th- this part um, uh, takes a little, little bit more getting used to. You actually have to sw- do an upward swipe, and he jumps. Huh. Oh, so, I don't like that. Yeah, you kind of have to think of it as two buttons: a jump button with a with a swipe, and the attack button with just just tapping. And what's interesting about it is that it actually has double jump, kind of like uh, Ghosts and Goblins, um, to where you can do two jumps at at one time. So you could do two upward swipes and still be attacking enemies doing, like, combos. I, I don't think I could do that on a touchscreen. Um, it takes some... It really takes some getting used to, but considering the alternative of the virtual buttons, I think it's a better alternative for what we have to work with with a touchscreen. Because when you're actually playing it, it does look like you're playing a, like, really, really high-res, like, Super Nintendo side-scroller. I've never had an issue with iOS graphics. My issue is with controller. Yeah, um, it, well, like I said, it does take some getting used to, but it, 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 I, th- I feel that they kind of did the best for what they have, you know? So why aren't they building these games on platforms, that, like a PC? Yeah, or or a DS or a Vita. It, th- this game would look beautiful on Vita. But Vita doesn't have an open, kind of like an indie game thing. I guess you could do minis, but I don't know what the stipulation on those are. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not totally for sure as well, but the. the, the game... <clears throat> Is absolutely beautiful. Beautiful. It animates beautifully. Um, uh, like I said, the, the only the only problem I have with the game, and it's a problem that I can easily overlook considering the platform, 
is the is it the controls takes some getting used to. However, after playing it for a little bit, you do get used to them, and you do get pretty good at the game. Or I mean, uh, I mean, uh, at least I got pretty pretty decent. And um, what was awesome about the game is it's actually kind of deep. You can uh, you can actually upgrade your your attacks, and uh, you can do new attacks. It's it's really really awesome game, and it it harkens back to the like the look of the of the characters and everything. It's kind of a mixture of the original series and then the later uh, late '90s series. It's it's kind of it's kind of in between, and of course, like I said earlier, the the music is definitely inspired by the original original series uh the moot the the storyline itself is uh pretty cheesy real well really cheesy well it's he-man yeah um it actually has to do with skeletor really yeah making his own um app what a what a twist yeah (laughs) game he-man over this snake mountain to play the game. And when he is like, I'm here. He man. He's like, you fell into my trap and it's a trap door. Oh, you didn't do it like he did. You fell into my trap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he man said, yeah. he man said, Hey, when I wake sometimes when I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, oh, to get the game. The game was a, a dollar. Yeah, but I think it's a dollar well spent. Yeah, it's a dollar. It's like buying a cheeseburger at McDonald's. Sometimes it sucks. Sometimes it's a little bit all right. All I've got to say is, I played it for twenty minutes or so, twenty twenty-five minutes, and. I actually want to go back to it. So I think that's well worth a dollar if I really want to go back to it. Is it is it optimized for iPad with Retina? It is optimized for iPad, dude. You need to get that for your for your new iPad, dude. It's my old iPad now, you know. Uh yeah. <laughs> you people. I just bought it and now it's already old. Oh, I love Apple. You guys yeah. rock. As if yearly iterations is enough, they have to start doing six six, six month iterations. Like who do they think they are, Samsung? Well, why do you keep saying that? Well, the first time I said who do they think they are, Android, and then someone corrected me, saying that Android itself doesn't release yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's it's an operating system. That's the misconception. Yeah, the Samsung does yearly, I think, as well. Just like. Just like Apple does. Yeah, well, yeah. I, side tangent. Yeah, the the new Apple news. Yeah, they kind of screwed some people over majorly. Yeah, you think? Hey, why don't you spend six hundred dollars in March, uh, just so you can spend six hundred more dollars? And oh, by the way, we're creating an i we're creating an iPad Mini that competes with the Nexus Seven, but it's like almost double the price. Yeah, no. That's, that's not going to work. Yeah. I mean, 
going to buy the iPad Mini, you might as well buy the iPad. Well, yeah, you can get the low end model for five hundred as opposed to what three thirty for the Mini. Yeah. No, no, I just I just buy the regular iPad, and then it, you can get a new flavor every six months. Like, how, how long have you had your uh, your current iPad? Uh, less than two months. That is freaking terrible, man. Yeah, and it was top of the line when I bought it. So. Wow. Uh, so, so what else? What else is going on besides he, man? Uh, Code of Princess for 3DS. Oh, yeah. I remember that game. You reviewed that game, and Atlas apparently was so happy about your review. They were happy? Yeah, they retweeted you. That's right, you don't go on Twitter. Sorry. Dude, I do go on Twitter. Yeah, I, Atlas I, tweeted your review and said, Oh my god, ZTGD gave Code of Princess 9, was it 9.3, something like that? Uh, yeah. Money hat. <laughs> yeah. Money hat. Yeah, because Atlas has the money for money hats, I'm sure. Um, yeah, Code of Princess game, coming back to, um, the, the stages and levels are just so. They're so. Uh, there, there, there's a lot of stages. I'll just say that there is a lot of stages, and they're all really short. Well, it's so, a portable game, so that kind of works. It, it, it's a it's a perfect portable game, and I'm I'm just basically uh, been leveling up my characters like mad. I, I'm I'm addicted to leveling up. Do you so, got do you got plus five booby armor? Pretty much, because I saw that's like the thing, isn't it? Like yeah. she's wearing armor over her boobies, and that's it. Yeah, that is that is definitely the thing right there. Um, I I really enjoy the game. It's really cool. The, uh, I mean, if if you haven't read my uh, review, um, the story is is actually really cool. I mean, it's real cheesy, but the writing. The, the localization team at last Atlas they, they 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 really outdid themselves when they made this game. I mean, almost every level has something that's kind of funny that that the characters say, and this it's, it's a it's an ensemble cast. It, they they really work well together. Um, uh, of course, you have the uh, the main princess who wears the metal bikini the whole time. She, she's kind of the uh, Kind of the ditzy airhead of the uh, in the entire group, even though even though she's the lead character, she is definitely the ditzy airhead. So it's kind of funny. And uh, then you have this necromancer girl who uh, keeps talking about how her like like various body parts keep falling off, and she has to replace them. And and when you first meet her, she's in a uh, you're in a graveyard, and she's basically looking for replace replacement parts and uh it's got all kinds of cool humor and there's this elf guy who is real scared but then at certain points he tries to act like he's brave and it's a it's a a real fun game it it reminds me of an anime that does not suck like one of those like the late 90s animes where you know it was, it still was like really awesome. So, yeah, give uh, Code of Princess a try. I mean, it, it basically 
is a spiritual successor to the uh, Guardian heroes from the Sega Saturn and recently from uh, uh, Xbox Live Arcade and PS. And if you, uh, if you like Guardian Heroes, you'll definitely like this game. Um, it's, it's, it's awesome. Well, there you go. You can read the review. It's up on the site. There you go. So anything else, or are you looking forward to this week? One more thing. One more. I uh, briefly... Are we going to talk about the Wii U? Yes. Yeah, that's the, I played that too. You played uh, the display demo? I played Rayman at uh, GameStop this uh, yeah. Saturday. Yeah, same here. So we could do we could kind of uh, kill two birds with one stone. So what what do you think of it? Oh man, that looked good. Yes, it does, don't it? Oh my! Like I couldn't get over the fact of like that's a Nintendo console and it looked like that. Yeah, man, it's pretty. And I, and I, it didn't take me long to get used to the controller. It's kind of big, and like the buttons took me a little bit to get used to because the I'm used to the analog sticks being below buttons, yeah. uh, but they're they're above on this one. So it took me a little bit to get used to that, but not too long. Triggers feel good, um, buttons feel good, and the touchscreen is very responsive. Yeah, um, much more responsive than like a DS. Yeah, much more responsive because they, they they know you're not going to be using a stylus, and they're going to be using your finger. So they kind of had to make it work with your finger. So yeah, but no, I I really enjoyed it. I I can't wait. Three weeks. I'm excited. Uh, Rayman, obviously not a launch title, but uh, makes me super excited to see Mario. So well, I watched the uh, the video through the the, the kiosk. And I was just basically imagining that I was playing the game because the, the video that they had that ran it, I mean, it was really like high res video to where you can pretty much just imagine that you're, you know, you're playing it right then and there. And it just looks so amazing. I can't wait. One of the big things, I mean, obviously the, the new games look super slick. I'm really excited to see how uh, some of the current games handle themselves. Like I know Darksiders had some frame rate issues here and there. Um, I, I can't talk about it, but I know Assassin's Creed 3 has a few little funny things about it. Uh, I would really be interested to see how those games look on a console that is more powerful, probably. You know, I, I don't know the specs. I don't pay attention to specs anymore, but I would like to see... Because one of the things we're missing at the end of this generation is the super high-res visuals mixed with a solid frame rate. And some of those games could be really... If you haven't played them, a really good way to play them if they're you know running at 1080p with 60 frames a second. That'd be slick. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, uh, the first thing I noticed about the controller was just it, it, it was just really light. Yeah, it is a lot lighter, and th- that's even being attached to that crazy contraption thing. Yeah. So it's even lighter than it is when you pick it up in the store because it won't have that thing attached to the back of it. Yeah, I mean, the the controller itself, it's like, I don't know, would you say it's probably about the size of an iPad? Mm, roughly. Not nearly as wide, obviously. If you were to hold it, you know, vertically. It's probably about the same height, but not the same width. So close. The screen is smaller than I thought it was going to be. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
Um, it's uh, six inch, so that means it's just a not too much bigger than like a Vita screen. Yeah, I'll be interested to see. Like, I couldn't do any of the. Uh, although Rayman has the section where you play as Rayman, and you have to use the touch screen to move the ob- objects. Yeah. So. That was a uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I I, I did dig that. It's it's kind of like a free running game. So, and then you basically watch the bottom screen while you're playing that. Yeah, it was kind of a weird contrast, you know, looking at the at the TV and then looking down. It it it, it definitely did feel kind of kind of weird. Um, I think I will enjoy games more that don't do that because it it kind of takes you out of the big game and it makes you feel like you're playing the little game. Yeah, yeah, I I totally agree. I I think probably as of right now. Um, Probably the best implementation for the touchscreen will be when you're doing like you like utility things outside of the actual like normal operation. Kind of like what 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 Zombie U is doing with uh, turning the screen into like like a key keypad that you're you know almost like an extension of the game itself instead of a replacement. For the game itself, yeah, I, I look forward to using it for inventory management too. Yeah, and I would love like the Skylanders thing is totally nerdy for me because the whole time it's it's displaying all your stats and stuff down at the bottom on the bottom screen, which I think is really cool. Yep. Yeah, it should be uh, pretty awesome. I mean, I'm also looking forward to the you know playing a playing a two player game with each each player have screen. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, I got I got a pro controller pre-ordered, so. Oh, you did? Yep. I, I, I have to have one of those simply because that'll be my second controller, and also for games that don't require the touchscreen, I might play with those. So. Yeah, same here. I, I'm 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 highly considering getting one. I know I definitely I definitely want uh, want to get one. I don't know how close to launch that I will. Um, I. I'm really lucky. I guess I'm one of the few new, newer lucky pre-order people because uh, Walmart started to uh, do pre uh, pre-orders. So that's that's how that's how I got mine. Well, that- I paid mine off on Saturday, so I'm golden. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I uh, uh, it, I think you have to go into the railway the railway department. Of Walmart, I'm, and it's because I don't think too many people, besides NeoGaf, so okay, about half half of gamers know about it. But uh, yeah, it, it it's pretty cool. Uh, they'll actually hold the system till like for like three weeks or something. So that seems um, insane. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm I'm happy about that. So. I got money down on the system, and it's it's. Uh, I'm going to be picking one up when it when it comes out. We got about three weeks till we get impressions. It'll be weird because if we do a midnight launch, then I'll be able to talk about it on that show on Sunday. But otherwise, we have to wait till the week after. I, I, just because of my working schedule, probably the next week after launch week before I'm able to talk about it on the show. 
All right, so what are so, you, play, what are you playing this week? Um, I'm actually uh, really tempted to uh, pop in near. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been listening to the Phoenix Down podcast. And uh, I know not to listen to the third one. So I, I listened to the first one already. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty interested. I mean, I, I knew that Nier was a really cool game. I knew, I knew that it was a, a niche title that had a big fan base. So I think I'm going to give it a go. It's kind of funny that Gambus Khan is the only person on the planet who would be popping Nier in this time of year. <laughs> yeah. Like, seriously. Like, when I get to the new releases and you're like, I'm playing Nier. I'm like, okay. Well, I mean, uh, like, every every dime that I'm getting, I'm putting towards Wii U. Uh, well, you know, I got that copy of Skylanders, which you still haven't picked up. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm going to try to maybe get down there maybe uh, tomorrow. Well, it's sitting here along with my army. Sweet. I have so many figures. I spent two hundred more dollars this week. <sighs> I got a problem. Yes, you do. But anyway, speaking of problems, we got ninety-nine of them, and a frustrated fury ain't one. That's right. So, what are you playing? A lot of shit. Oh, good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> wow. Let's see. Um. Borderlands Two. Back into that. Um, yeah. Ain't Back no into that. Um, let's see. I reviewed the game. Like I told you, I reviewed the game, and it was good. You know, I put about 10, 10 hours into it and um, wrote my review and um, just kind of didn't wasn't feeling it. I don't really know why. felt like it was more of the same. Um, but then one day, you know, I was just, sitting here and I was like, hey, you know what, let's just play a little bit of more Borderlands. And um, jumped on, played it, and uh, just did a few quests. And damn, if I didn't get addicted to that damn game. I, I'm I'm full on going to beat Borderlands 2. Um, I, uh, I, I, I had to do, obviously I had to review the, uh, the DLC for it. I played all of the DLC. I'm talking I did every mission in the DLC. Except for, like, there was two message in a bottles that I didn't do. Um, because I couldn't find where the fucking X was. But, um... Yeah, that game is really, really good. Um, I I don't know what it was that just kind of bit me. I think it was just the fact that I got a lot of loot. Because you don't level up very fast in that game. Um, you know, in... in but when you do level up, you you know you I sit there for like ten minutes trying to figure out all right what I want to put this point into. Um, but I mean I I'm really enjoying it, uh, I, and I've practically soloed that entire game, apart from about two hours I played with some random person online just to talk about the the, the co-op for my review. I've soloed that entire game. I soloed all of um, the DLC. I don't know what it is. I think it's the guns. It's all they, about the they, guns. It it is. I mean, they, they've they they introduced some things in uh, Pirates Booty. Or Boot, I keep calling booty. it Pirates Booty. It's it's Captain Scarlet and her Pirates Booty. Yeah, Captain Scarlet. 
and um, they introduced these guns, cursed guns, basically. Um, they're really high powered. So I have a shotgun that does ima- like a crazy amounts of damage. Um, but it, it has, the curse is it has like really bad kickback. So every time you shoot it, you actually hurt yourself too. Not by much, but I mean it's it's enough to hurt. And um, it, they they have all these different types of guns, and it's it's, it's really cool. Um, I really like the DLC. Apparently, one person didn't think it was good, and he commented on my review. Um, but uh, I, I'm really enjoying Borderlands too. I, I really am. I've played that thing solo. I don't know why. I mean, I do die a good amount, um, but I retired my infinite ammo gun. It's probably for the best. Yeah, it was just it was making the game. I think that was one of the reasons why I wasn't feeling it too much. Was because you broke I'd see it. A, yeah, I see a gun and I'm like, I don't need that gun. I got this gun. You know, and I put that into my. I didn't sell it, but I put it into a vault and just um, held on to it. But yeah, I'm I'm actually playing a lot of Borderlands too, and I'm actually really enjoying it. Um, XCOM Enemy Unknown. Picked that game up. Played it on PS3. Uh, I will say XCOM is the game that killed my PS3. Um, I had to buy a new one. Oh, man. Um, sucked because it, it yellow-lighted. Um, sucked because I couldn't get my XCOM disc out. Oh, snap. Um, and uh, because every time I turn it on, it turns just turned right back off with the yellow light. And, um, yeah... Uh, it was also one of those nice backwards compatible ones that they oh, don't make anymore. Man. That sucks, dude. So I uh, went to Twitter, did a temporary fix on it. I um, got a hair dryer and heated that sucker up. Yeah, I laughed hysterically as I was reading that. I'm like, this sounds like a joke somebody would pull on somebody. Yeah, I, I live blogged it basically. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I heated it up with a. Um, with a hair dryer uh, for about 15 minutes. Then I put it in my refrigerator for about 10 <laughs> minutes and plugged it back up, and it worked fine. In fact, it worked long enough to do a full backup of all my saved games. Uh, it worked long enough to uh, delete everything that was on the hard drive, and that was probably a good three hours so um and then I took it to GameStop and traded it in there you go <laughs> yeah I know I cheated GameStop but no, oh, well they ain't got to know about it yeah they won't care I got and they're ha- they got a deal going on where if you trade in a system to another system you get like 40% more really so got, right like, here we yes. got we got double Oh, is it double? Yeah, we got double here. Like, so if it's worth ninety bucks, it's worth one hundred and eighty. Oh, I traded my PS3 in, and I got one hundred forty bucks for it. Yeah, that's pretty good. Sweet. Yeah, so I only paid about one hundred twenty bucks for my new PlayStation, and it came with Gran Turismo Five, and it came with all three Sly Coopers. Unfortunately, I already own those. Uh, so, I Dude, well, have... you want you to send me that code? I will send you. I'll send you that code. Cause I'll, I'll take that. Okay. Yeah, why not? I love those games. Yeah. Uh, so, um, 
And it's 160 gigabytes, so I'll never have to run, worry about running out of storage anymore. The only thing that sucks is I got a bunch of PS2 games that are kind of now useless. Mm. I wonder how much PS2s run nowadays. I'm sure I can get a used one for probably 80 bucks. Dude, I'll just buy a new one for 100. They're what 99 bucks at Walmart. Do they still sell them at Walmart? Yeah, Walmart has like a shelf of them. Like, I know games. Those things are those things are popular because they're 99 bucks, and there's like what a billion games for the thing. That's that's true. Very true. I need to pick one up. I'm sure I'm eventually going to have to uh, because. Uh, you know, Phoenix Down, we'd play older games and a lot of our PS2 games, so... You know what I'd really like to buy? What's that? As an original Xbox. And it's just because I have some really obscure stuff that's not... Yeah. ...backwards compatible. So... Yeah, same here. Yeah, I think I have the Atogi games and, uh... Uh, just a couple other things like Rally Sport Challenge and stuff that I just don't have... They're not backwards compatible. Voodoo Vince, that's another one. PsyOps. I have all of those games. Our PsyOps isn't backwards compatible? No, it's not. And it's upset really? me because I've always wanted to go back and play it, and I can't. Hmm. Uh, Phantom Dust, I don't think it was backwards compatible. I didn't like that game. Really? I that was it. That was one of those games that, like, all of the, like, the in-people gamers, you know, the... In the, the know, yeah, the the popular kids love that game, and I played it. and I'm like, I don't, I just, I just don't get. And it's kind of useless now, you know, because the online the online's turned off. Yeah, so you can't yeah. play it online. So I don't know. I really like Phantom Dust. I never owned an Xbox, but I did like Phantom Dust. Yeah, I think I own that. Maybe, well, maybe I just never got rid of it or something. Dude, I own so many Xbox games and never owned an Xbox. You know what's funny is one of the games, like one of the series that I love from Xbox uh, was the Outlaw Golf Series and the Outlaw Volleyball Series, and none of those were ever backwards compatible. Mm. And they never made any more of them. Like, they just died. And yeah. I used to play the crap out of those stupid games. Didn't they do one for Xbox Live Arcade or some shit like that? No, they did a, what was it, 3D Golf, Miniature Golf? They didn't do the Outlaw game. Oh. But yeah, um... XCOM. Man, I love XCOM. Well, that's another game I'm on the other side of the fence for. Well, you gave I, it a good score. I, it's a good game. It's it's just not my thing. Yeah. It's like do you, I do you not like it. strategy games like that? I like strategy games, but just it, I don't know. It just it didn't hit me. It didn't like suck me in. Like I'm playing it, I'm like, this is very sound, it's very well designed, it's very you know, it's it's a good game. It's just not me. Like, I'm not having a good time. Like, I don't care about going back and playing missions over to do a better strategy or just any of that stuff. Like, it did not appeal to me. And then, obviously, the campaign's just kind of like, ugh, because th- th- that's not the point of the game. You know, the story is not the point. You're, fight- it, you're fighting aliens. That's, that's yeah. it. It's a lot like Civilization in the fact that you play a game and a lot of things are random. Yeah, it's dice rolls. It's, yeah, it's behind and, the scene dice and, rolls. I mean, but it's like the scenario random kind of thing. Yeah, and like, it's, there's weird things about it that it just didn't like playing it. I don't have the patience to sit there and figure out where I'm going to go and what I'm going to do and what's the best course of action to do said thing. Yeah, 
You know, I like to do that in real time. Like, the, I, I, it's really the only, you know, I say I like real time strategy games. The truth of the matter is, I like StarCraft. You, you know, don't like strategy games. Really. I, I'm not really a big strategy guy. Like, <laughs> I've, I've played them all. I've played CNC. I've played Warcraft. I've played, you know, Age of Empires. I've played every one of them, and I don't play any of them as much as I played StarCraft. It's a really truth be told, I like StarCraft. I don't like, I mean, that's the thing. I don't like real-time strategy games. I hate that. I like the turn-based ones. Like this, this is basically, it, it's Valkyria Chronicles. That's exactly what this game is. Well, it's it's XCOM. It's XCOM. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's it a lot be- like Valkyria Chronicles. I never played the original XCOM. Yeah, this is the original XCOM with some amenities. Yeah. Um, I, but I mean, the the closest thing I can think of is Valkyria Chronicles, which I loved. Valkyria Chronicles. I like that game. I played through probably about half of it. I think it was yeah. okay. Um, and uh, it's a lot like Advance Wars as well. Uh, I now, see Advanced that Wars. I loved Advance Wars, and I Let's think see. it was because it was goofy. Yeah. You know, and and maybe not so like it got harder, but at the oh, first dude, like dude, Advance Wars would kick your ass. But it, like it had an easier barrier barrier of entry. Whereas yeah. XCOM is like immediately like here are six thousand things you can do and oh by the way if you mess one of them up later down the road, game over. Yeah, there's, I mean the base building and stuff, it is kind of daunting because it's basically two games in one. You yeah. have the strategy game where you have to order your dudes around to kill aliens, and then you have to build your base and keep the world happy at the same time. And it doesn't tell you everything. Like you can get deep into something and then all of a sudden it's like well you need this oh you didn't build it too bad yeah so you, there's a lot of strategy involved in just like maintaining a base yeah um but i like it i've had to restart twice already <laughs> well that's that's kind of common ground for xcom i um i i originally uh, the first one, basically, I, I, one of my best soldiers died, and I didn't save for like a two hours. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll start over. And I just started over. But then the second time, the I, I got game over, basically. <laughs> I mean, the world was like, you guys are shitty alien killers. <laughs> basically, yeah. The, the, the countries all pull out support. Yeah. You lose all your money and your funding. and it, I, I'm kind of laughing because I'm like, well, then what are you guys going to do? Exactly. I was like, we're the only line of defense. You know. So, I don't know. That that game is that game is is really good, but holy shit is that game really hard. Yeah. It takes yeah, you use your brain for that game in more ways than one. Yeah, I don't have the brain power for it right now, which is probably another reason. Like I feel like that game came out at the wrong time. If that game had came out during a slow time when more people had more time to dig into it, I think it could have been a sleeper hit. I'm not saying that it isn't going to be. I think, I'm sure it sold pretty well. I think word of mouth is going to do that game really well. The problem yeah. is is that you're releasing in contrast to bigger, well-known franchises. Borderlands. It came out the same day as Borderlands. Yeah, so it's And like, I think yeah. that definitely hurt it because I think Borderlands was a huge hit. I think you released XCOM in like June or July and you got like this sleeper hit on your hands of people who have never played a strategy game getting into one that's really, really good. And having time to get into it without oh, frickin' Assassin's Creed or Hitman or Halo is coming out this week, you know. Call of Duty. Yeah. So, I I think it'll carry word of mouth and it'll do well, but it won't do 
as well as it could have. Which you know, I love it whenever I walk into a GameStop. These guys don't know me. You know, the, my old GameStop, they all knew me. This new GameStop I'm going to, and they're like, do you want to pre-order anything? Call of Duty's coming out pretty soon. I'm like, yeah. Call of Duty is coming out pretty soon. <laughs> I'm not buying that piece of shit. <laughs> so, but anyway, back to the games I've played. Um, I played Anna. Which you, you, can can listen, about, you can listen to that podcast. Yeah, you can listen to that podcast. That game was uh, marketed as very scary. Um, that game is not scary at all. I don't care what anybody says. And that game's kind of crap. You can hear all about his crap on the other show. Yeah, makes no sense. Um, Resident Evil 6 played some more of that. It's I am excited for that patch. Me too. I, get that I've, fucking camera back. I kind of want to wait to play some more until they get that. Because not only that, but it unlocks the, the, the Ada campaign right from the beginning. Oh, really? Yeah, that's another feature of it. So you don't, and plus it adds co-op to that campaign. So rock on. Gotcha. So who yeah, the that, who the hell is going to be a co-op partner? It's uh, a masked uh, soldier, one of those soldiers that's in honk. the game. Yeah, basically honk, I guess. Whatever. But um, yeah, I uh, played Resident Evil Six. I uh, heard the podcast last week with you and uh, Dave. I'm more on Dave's side. A lot of people are, and that, and that's fine. I'm, don't get me wrong, I still love the game. Um, and it's Resident Evil for me, and I don't care. Everybody who whines that this is not Resident Evil and this game's complete crap, you're an idiot. I mean, y- you are. Th- this game is totally Resident Evil. I don't care what anybody says. And, it, you know, it definitely continues the story, and I'm intrigued in where it's going. Um, yes, yeah, sure, it may not play the best out of all of them. I personally think Resident Evil 5 played a hell of a lot better than Resident Evil 6. Um... But yeah, it's still fun. You know, I'm having a blast with Matt playing co-op with him. And, you know, so far we've done Chris's campaign completely through. We're going to start Jake's and then we're going to move on to Leon's. I, I guess we, that's what I found funniest about the complaints is people are like, this game plays like crap. I'm like, and you play Resident Evil? Yeah. Uh, that game has played like crap since, since its inception. <laughs> that game has always played like crap. And yeah, the funny thing is, is and, you know, this is just my opinion. This is the best playing one to me once you learn how to play it. And that's its problem, is it doesn't teach you how to play it. Like, there's so many things you can do that the game never tells you you can do. Yeah, that's the biggest complaint I have about this game, is that you, you sent me that thing from friggin' NeoGAF, no less. Which, well, I mean, come on, that thing was brilliant. It showed it, you every single move you could do in that game. Yeah, there was shortcuts in that game that I didn't even know existed. Yep. I didn't know I could dive in that game until I read that. The game's clunky. It is. I mean, it it, it most definitely is. I feel uh, that I, way about every RE, though. But this this is true. This is true. I mean, you kind of have to get used to it. And the fact of the matter is me and Matt kind of did get used to it. You have to learn how to play that game. You have to play it like it wants to be played. Yeah, and that's that's typical of Japanese development at this point. Yeah, it's like Dead Rising. Yeah, like Dead- I told you, like I told you in Dead Rising, whenever you you kept talking about you know everybody everybody like when we had the podcast where we all talked about Dead Rising two after I reviewed it, I was like, you have to play that game 
how they want you to play it, not how you feel like playing it. And that's unfortunate because Dead Rising screams play it however you want because it has the friggin' free mode. Yeah, it's the sandbox. Yeah, kind of deal. and you can't even play that the way you want to play it. No. Which I heard off the record was better. It was better because it opened up a lot of stuff. I reviewed that one and it opened up a lot of stuff that you didn't have to do and it kind of made it a little easier. And I think that it benefited from that. Yeah, I, I've never played that one. I, I see it really cheap. I may actually pick that that's, up one day. That's the version to own of Dead Rising 2. And yeah. the funny thing is, is it's not even the same story. It's a separate story. It's Frank's story as opposed to uh, Chuck's story. Yeah, I hear Chuck is even like a psychopath in the game. Yeah, he's one of the enemies. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I don't so, know. That, that story doesn't make any sense, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Let's see here. Um, I played and reviewed a Chivalry Medieval Night, or not Medieval Knights, Medieval Warfare. Oh, the, the, de- the decapitation simulation. My God, that game! So that game, put it this way. All right, so take a game that nobody really knows how to play, throw them into an arena with a bunch of swords, and say kill each other, and that's exactly what that game is. That sounds like a lot of fun. It's pure fucking chaos, and it is fucking awesome. <laughs> and like they Sweet. have a they have a taunt button, and everybody hits that taunt button at the exact same time. So it's like a fucking army of men just going, Rah! you know, and everybody's swinging their swords and missing and hitting, and you know, it's just it's clunky as all give out, but it's fun as shit. That game is insane. That's all that matters. Yeah, that mean I mean it's it's. It, the only thing I wish, I wish it was a little bit more optimized for the controller. It does use the the controller. I use my 360 controller, but like navigating the menus and things like that is best to use the mouse and keyboard. Um, but it's really fun. There's four different classes you can choose from. Uh, you can be the archer or you can be like a straight up huge knight with full armor. Um, and they really do have an infamous emph- emphasis on uh, decapitation as well as limb cutting. That reminds so, me of uh, Deadliest Warrior. It's kind of like that. Well, this it's, is like a first-person arena kill thing. Yeah, so it's like a it's like a death match, like multiple people kind of thing. Yeah, pretty much. Think of it like a lot like Battlefield, but without guns. Okay, okay. I have to ask this question: When you're playing in first person, when you get decapitated, do you get to see that in first person? Like, does your head roll around on the floor? Uh, no. You just fall over. Sucks though. But, you, I mean, it does eventually come out of your body while you're in spectator mode, and you can see your dead body and stuff. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's fun just being in spectator mode watching two morons try and kill each other with swords because it looks like, it looks like these two guys have no idea what they're doing, and nobody really does know what they're doing in this game. Every once in a while, you run into a badass who has somehow mastered the game and kills, like, everybody. But the thing is, there's there's also friendly fire always is on, and so you're you're always bunched up with your buddies, and you just like just take a long sword and just fucking swing it, and you kill like four bad guys, and then you also two of your buddies, on accident. You know, it's just like it's just chaos, and it's fucking awesome. I highly suggest that game to people. <laughs> I mean, it's it's nuts. You know, it's um. Uh, they have different modes and things like that. They have objective-based modes, which are actually really fun. Um, uh, truth be told, I think it's best to play with people that you ca- that want to work together. Because, I mean, if you got guys going off and doing their own thing, 
you're going to get killed by a mob, and that mob is eventually just going to take out everybody. So you kind of have to stick together kind of thing. Mm. But it's actually really fun. I, I do suggest that game. It's it's ridiculous and just chaotic. But they have a bunch of modes. They have, like, last team standing where you have only one life. Um, they have, like, a, um, a capture the flag kind of mode. Um, and they have, like, a, a team deathmatch mode. And they have free-for-all. Free-for-all is nuts. So it's, it's, it's really fun. Oh, there you go. I um, also played a game called Ravaged. Oh, yeah. Um, Ravaged is the first game I've actually played that was funded by Kickstarter. Huh. Um, it's uh, made by a development team who was behind, I think, Battlefield 1942, um, as well as um, uh, I want to say they made another game, but I can't remember what it is. Uh, but, but they're kind of a high-profile group of guys. I mean, they've they've made some pretty good stuff. Um, it's basically Battlefield. Um, it's, it's Battlefield, but a set in a post-apocalyptic world. Uh, Mad Max meets Battlefield, basically. Um, you have two teams. Uh, you, know, you have the, the, the scavengers versus the enforcers kind of thing. Um, there's a couple modes. There's a, uh, one mode. It's basically it's, it's, in the, it's like a battlefield because there's, it's a first-person shooter with a lot of emphasis on vehicles as well as uh, capturing different points. So uh, you have one mode where you have to capture different points, and that those points are now places where you can spawn. So it's a lot like Battlefield in that sense, um, and uh, it's it, it's kind of simplistic. Um, I mean, the shooting is good. Uh, the vehicles don't control the best in the world. Um, that I had, I actually had a few problems with the vehicles. I thought it was me. Because I was like, I was trying to use a controller because he uses a controller too, but it's not optimized a lot like Chivalry is. And like when you're when you're driving, it, it doesn't have like a gas button and a brake button. It actually uses the the left stick to move forward. And usually, when you have a game like that, you you control the camera to basically turn. Um, that game doesn't do that. You actually have to use the left stick to kind of turn too, and it just throws me off. And I noticed a lot of other people were crashing too, and they weren't meaning to. So I was like, "It's not just me." So, uh, but I mean, it's not bad. Um, the The problem is now you can pick up Battlefield Three for nineteen bucks when this game's twenty five. So, I mean, it, and it has about two, it has three modes right now. I mean, they are trying to to add new stuff to it and stuff like that. So it's 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 okay. I mean, they they are trying to update it and things like that and they're trying and then they're constantly fixing it. I mean, this thing's been in beta for a while and people were playing the beta and then they just kind of fully released it while still trying to work on it. Um which I mean, you know, I had to give it to them. They are trying. And I mean, it's a decent little game. You know, I I had a I had a good time with what I played with it, but I mean, when comparing it to, and you know, I don't want to compare games to each other, but I mean, as far as when I'm reviewing a game, when obviously you have this game and you have another game that is, truth be told, better for cheaper price. I mean, it's kind of what you have to go with. Yeah, that's well, good to see that the first Kickstarter game wasn't a complete bust. No, it, it was. It, it's good. I mean, it's it's it, you can definitely find some enjoyment out of it. Um. Trying to imagine. 
Retro City Rampage. I reviewed it. <laughs> um, you guys hate it? I liked it. Yeah. See, hate's a strong word. Yeah. I didn't it's got hate a lot of it. charm. I didn't hate it. I just didn't like the game part of it. <laughs> like, the, the, the charm is fine. Dig it. Totally down with the retro, you know, references and... It's like total nerd haven for that kind of stuff. And then I started playing it, and I'm like, wow, this this really isn't all that fun. Yeah. It's got problems. It does have problems. Um, uh, Walking Dead, played episode four, reviewed it. Um, Fantastic. People still loving it. It's all that matters. As as long as I don't blow it. On that last episode, you know. That last episode, they got a lot riding on that last episode. I can imagine they do. And we, we shall see what's going to happen there. It'll be in November, so, you know, nothing else is coming out in November, so. No, that's, I won't be playing anything. That's fine. Um, And the only other game I played, I'll talk about because I'd like to, I guess, talk about it because I reviewed it, was Mugen Souls. Do we really want to talk about this game? I mean, I don't want to, but I have to. Do you really have to? And the review, no. the review kind of said all it needed to say, right? Uh, the the review is a mediocre, not not the review, the game. I was your review is mediocrely written. Okay. It, is, it pretty much is. <laughs> I, I phoned it in. Um, <laughs> Nipponichi, man. They rarely, they, rarely have a miss. Not true. You always like their games. I do enjoy their games. They they try their best with their games. Here here's my problem. Nipponichi did not make this game. They published this game. They publish a lot of things from this comp- development company called Compile Heart. I have a problem with Compile Heart. Well, maybe Compile, you should take that up with Compile Heart. I may have to because Compile Heart also made Hyperdimension Neptunia. Um, they also made Hyperdimension Neptunia Mark II, which was actually better and a decent game, but. I'm still blaming all the good things about that game on uh, Inafune because he helped work on it. Um, Compile Heart just makes some damn games that just are not in my wheelhouse at all. You know, they make sound RPGs. That's the thing. I mean, the RPG elements in this game are fine. They have way too many mechanics in Mugen Souls. I can't remember them all, and they're kind of convoluted, and they kind of feel useless at times. Um, but they know how to make a decent RPG, because I want to say Compile Heart was also the same people who made the Arterior games, and the Arterior games are actually very good. So, <sighs> Nipponichi, they just, they'll publish anything. I don't know if they'll publish anything. They'll publish anything Japanese. <laughs> this is true. They also publish another game that I'm reviewing, that I'm going to have to review pretty soon, which mm-hmm. is um, the Clan of Champions. Clan of Champions. Yeah, it's, a, it's an arena-based uh, fighter, too. Um, I'll say this. I prefer Chivalry. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that game is okay, but it's just uh, it's a little clunky. Um, my full review will be of that probably this week sometime. Oh, um, this week. I, there, there must, there's a lot of crap coming going to be coming to the site this week because, I mean, there's a few reviews I've done that haven't hit the site yet. Yeah, there's a few reviews that I have sitting, and I know Dave has sitting, and just tons of reviews going around. And the only other game I played for review is Pokemon. 
I'm playing, I'm playing Pokemon Black version 2. Uh, there is a shit ton of stuff to do in that game. A lot of stuff to do. And the game is pretty much a grind fest. I, haven't, I, I never realized it until now, but Pokemon is a grinding game. Big time. Yep. So, but yeah, it's Pokemon, and it's still a good RPG. It's just you have to do a lot of grinding. Anyway, my full review of that should be live whenever. <laughs> you can always tell when you're getting tired of talking about games. When it's like, yeah, whatever. I'm not really tired of talking about games. It's just, you know, we're running kind of long. I know, I haven't even spoken yet. I know. Um, as far as coming out this week, I don't know if I'm going to play anything. I'll probably play some more Borderlands too. I know that. Well, there you go. There's um, plenty, plenty coming out this week. I know that. I know that, but I'm just like, more than likely, I'm just going to save my money for Halo. Oh, Halo. That's nuts. I know. You never would have t- in the in the years that I've been a video game player. You never would have heard me say I'm saving my money for Halo. I don't know. I heard that game is awesome. It looks amazing. I, st- I watched the commercial last week during football, and I like, man. I haven't watched that. Is that live action stuff? Yeah, it's a live action commercial. Dude, it gets me so pumped. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to Halo, which is kind of crazy. So I'm still not looking forward to Call of Duty. In fact, I doubt I'll ever play another one. But I don't know. I'm interested in Call of Duty. I want to see how it turns out. Yeah. I mean, unless you like, unless you tell me, hey, Drew, I need you to review that, I'll be like, okay, I'll review it. <laughs> I'll do. I'll give it a fair damn shake. I mean, don't think I'm like, oh, I hate Call of Duty. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, I didn't like Mugen Souls, but I gave it a, a fair shake, and it's just not that good. Yeah, I got to do that with a game this week. What game? You know what game? Oh, yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. Don't rip it. I. I you know you'll what? Ha- you you'll have a fucking army after you. Yeah, whatever. And I'll, I'll be at the the head of it. I will be the way I always am, which is fair. Okay. I didn't like XCOM. I didn't like Borderlands. I was still fair. This is I, I, I uh, that's this one of the best role playing games that's ever been made. Well, I'll, I mean, I'm I will go as far as to say that. We'll see. Uh, all right, I will go through this as quick as I can. I, I, you know, to be fair, I didn't play a lot this week. Uh, I am playing Assassin's Creed Three, but I can't talk about that um, my review probably will not be live on Tuesday because um, I just got it so I'm going to take my time and get through the rest of it um, other review stuff I played this week, I played Street Fighter Cross Tekken for the Vita mm-hmm. you're reviewing that? yeah I'm reviewing it I think I'm pretty much done like that I love that game I, I have never shied away from saying that I love that game um, the, the Vita is not the place for that game. Really, like, I'm not, I'm not digging it. And it's not because I don't like the game; it's because I have a superior version on my console. And there's nothing inherently wrong with it, other than the moves seem a little harder to pull off on that little D-pad. That's that's really my issue. Uh, the touch controls are kind of. Eh. Um, you can tap the back screen in six different places to do six different pre-programmed moves. And that doesn't really help. I did play online. It is relatively smooth. Not too bad. I mean, you get the, the DLC package that has all the extra characters and costumes uh, for both versions, PS3 and Vita. 
Is that free? Yeah, that's free. It's in the box. So for 40 bucks, you get the DLC for both versions. Uh, and I think GameStop's running a sale this week where you can buy both games for 50 bucks. So, Not bad. And it is cross-play, so you can choose whether you're playing against people just on the Vita, which I would recommend because the console players are going to smoke you with your poor D-pad. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not a tournament fighter on the Vita. Just not just not that precision there. It looks good though. Plays good. Um didn't really have any issues with it outside of that. It's just not the version to get. if you're going to buy that game, if you're interested in that game, uh seriously interested in that game, buy it on 360 or PS3. The Vita version is good, it's serviceable, and if you have the PS3, it's a nice compliment because you can cross-play and all that fun stuff and share your DLC. But, you know, if you're going to play it seriously, then I would probably get it on a console. But it's fine. It's not terrible. It's just, it's just fine. Um, I haven't played my hunting games yet, so I won't talk about those till next week. Which I know that's super exciting. Um, I played like another six hours of Skylanders. (laughs) Yeah. I heard of of your Skylanders talk last week. Oh my god. I have played that game for 22 hours now, I think. And that's just Giants. It's, oh my god, it's ridiculous. Um, I have like 37 figures now. Oh man. You pretty much have all of them that are out right now, don't you? No, we're still missing a few. There's still a couple that we haven't picked up yet. Although I did buy all four adventure packs, including the fifth adventure pack. That's the new one, which really isn't an adventure pack. It's it's a cannon and uh, a new battle arena. Do you have any uh, store exclusives like the Target one or the Walmart one? No. The only thing we care about are the characters. Uh Uh-huh. Um, so the special fit, like we were at Toys R Us yesterday, they had all the legendary figures. I didn't buy them because I already owned every one of those figures. Okay. So I didn't bother to spend the money to buy the figure again. I'm, I'm not, that stuff doesn't matter. Like, in fact, we have a couple doubles, like we have a series one and a series two chop chop. Yeah. And it's like, eh, you know, it kind of sucks because you got to level both of them up. I love Chop Chop. He's one of my favorite characters. So that's that, that becomes a pain. Uh, right now we're just going through the battle arenas and the levels, trying to collect everything and level all the characters up. So that's what we're doing right now. Sweet. Uh, but yeah, there's like 37 of them sitting there. It's, it's insane. Uh, played a lot more DOA. Still working through that. Still loving that. Uh, and f- I want to say finally... I'm trying to think if there's anything else I played. Um, it was, it was. Uh, I guess you could call a slow week five different games, but during this time of year, that is a slow week. Yeah. Um, but the last thing I played was the big thing I played for review, um, which was Medal of Honor. Warfighter. Yeah. It's a funny name. It's a funny game. I don't know. I, I don't have as much issue with it as most people. I don't but it's thi- horrible. It's, it's the worst game ever. I don't think it's great by any stretch of the imagination, uh, but there are levels in that campaign that I re- like the hurricane level. I love that level. It was a great level. 
Um, I also love the vehicle levels. Um, there's two separate chase sequences where you're driving uh, vehicles through levels, and it's it's such a nice break from the you know shooting gallery. And they're actually well, they're actually designed by the guys at Black Box, so they play a lot like Need for Speed, which is pretty cool. What? <laughs> yeah, okay. the, the the driving levels are designed by the guys that make the Need for Speed games, the the off year Need for Speed games. Right. So. Um, I think there are sections of that game that are absolutely gorgeous. The Frostbite engine is a very pretty engine. So, uh, there are glitches. Uh, I didn't run into as many as most people, but I did see some. The multiplayer is standard fare. Uh, It tries to hide the fact that it's not Call of Duty, but it is totally Call of Duty, except for one area, which I hope every other game copies going forward, at least online shooters. Uh, and I think Halo had a mode like this. Um, it's called Fire Team, <clears throat> where basically you and one other person <clears throat> team up as like one squad, and it's basically you know just deathmatch, but both of you share everything. So you can give each other ammo, health. Uh, you share all your statistics and your abilities and all that stuff, and it it really forces co-op. And you know your your teammate is really um, integral to you winning. So, I really enjoyed that mode. Uh, the rest of the online is straight up Call of Duty with bad maps. Like, the maps just really aren't that good. They're too small. So, the spawns are really bad. If somebody figures out the spawn areas, then they pretty much own the level. And the levels aren't big enough to, uh, host a lot of spawn areas. So, there's that. But the campaign itself, I liked. Um, I did find it funny that everybody was jumping to the gun, saying, oh, I'm going to beat this in two hours. Well, no, you, you really didn't. It, it ends up being about five to six hours, which is standard for a military shooter. Like, yeah. Call of Duty's campaigns are always five to six hours. And I'm okay with that, because by the end of it, I was done. I was, I was actually done the level before the end of it. I mean, those games have a short life on single-player campaign because they rely so much on, you know, big explosions all up in your face, scripted events, that kind of stuff. Uh, I did enjoy the change of pace between the characters, uh, and I did enjoy the, uh, the the driving levels, which is kind of weird to say that one of my favorite parts of a shooter is a driving level. It just doesn't sound right. But it's true. No, I like it. My review should be up. Uh, early this week. It's already written. It's already proofed. I just haven't had a chance to put it up yet because there's a there's a million other things going on out there. Uh, but I think that's it. Like I said, I'm playing Assassin's Creed. I can't talk about that until next week. Uh, my review may hit this week. I'll do my best. But getting it so late, I'm I'm definitely not going to make a uh, release day. And that's just the way it's going to have to be. So I would rather do a good review than a quick on-time review. So I am about five hours into the game, so I would like to at least put another 10 or 15 and get the bulk of the story and play some multiplayer. Which the multiplayer, I think I will definitely wait until Tuesday to play when the world has the game. So but that's it. Uh, as far as what I'm playing this week, I think... 
I just want to cry. Uh, I'll be finishing up Assassin's Creed, uh, writing all my reviews for the stuff I played this week, and then I have to play two hunting games. Um, Persona 4 Golden, I will start playing that this week. That's the game we were talking about. Yeah, that's the game that uh, I have never played one of these games, and I don't really have anybody else to review this game. I mean, unless hey, unless does Jason, have one? he doesn't have a Vita. I, mean, oh. I guess Jason could review it. Uh, yeah, I, I have mean, a Vita. If you are interested in Persona, sure. Heck yeah! So I have a code for that. It goes live on Tuesday. So maybe I won't play it. I'm interested to hear you though and see what you talk about. Seriously, I'm 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 dead serious, and there's a lot of people out that would agree with me. This that Persona Four is one of the best role playing games that's ever been made. Well, I mean, up, it's up there with like my favorite Final Fantasy Seven. I mean, it's 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 actually very very good. Well, maybe I'll just dump it off to Jason because I'm not even done um, talking about what I have to play this week. I also have Need for Speed, uh, Most Wanted. Um, Halo. Halo 4 is coming in this week. Uh, I thought there was something else that was big. Uh, WWE is going to to the Wombat, which he's like back to back to back to back. He's got three Vita games, uh, four Vita games if we get Liberation, and then WWE. So he'll be doing five reviews back to back. Welcome to the club. Yeah. So... But I think, I think that's it for me. Uh, I'm sure there'll be some little stuff here and there, and I have no idea yet. I haven't even looked at the digital releases this week. That's that's actually what I'm doing right now. Uh, but uh, speaking of what's coming out this week, let's start it off with uh, Professor Layton, the Miracle Mask hit today. Uh, Dave's reviewing that. So uh, Tekken Six and Soul Calibur Four bundle hits this week. It's only twenty nine ninety nine. Uh, Assassin's Creed 3 is dropping this week. PS3 360. Limited edition flavors. All kinds of stuff going on. Uh, Thundercats for the DS. Thundercats? For the DS. Really? No 3DS. DS. Hmm. So, yeah. Okay. That's a red flag right there. But You know, I was at Toys R Us yesterday. Thundercats are coming back, man. They had like a 12-inch Mumra, and I was like, what's up? Really? Yeah. It's that new cartoon. Oh, well, that's pretty cool. Uh, Transformers Prime, the game, is hitting Nintendo Wii, 3DS, and DS this week. Uh, Nike Plus Connect Training is due out this week. Uh, Need for Speed, Most Wanted, is hitting PS3, 360, Vita. Uh, I think that's it. I'm interested to see how the Vita version turns out. Uh, Mist for the 3DS. We talked about that last week. Apparently it didn't make it, so now it's this week. Okay. Whatever. Um, Moshi Monsters Moshlings Theme Park for the DS. Stress Moshi that. Theme Park? Fuck it. Moshi Monsters Moshlings Theme Park. Fuck that. All right. I don't I'm even just know. typing Moshi Monsters. Uh, Toy Story Mania. Is hitting for PlayStation 3. Uh, the Trash Pack for the DS. Uh, oh, here's another game I forgot I was playing this week. Uh, Zone of the Enders HD Collection. 
which I've heard is not very good. Mm. I've heard the frame rate is terrible. Yeah, unfortunately, that's what I heard too. Uh, uh, Rockstar Games Collection Edition 1 drops this week. What comes in that? Uh, Red Dead, the GTA PAX, and Midnight Club, I want to say. I think. Uh, Bratz Fashion Boutique. <laughs> you want me to write about this shit? Uh, WWE 13 is hitting this week, which is 360 PS3 and Wii. Get crazy. Uh, La La Loopsie, Carnival of Friends. For the DS. Winx Club, Magical Fairy Party. Fuck this, I'm... No. Is also coming out for the DS this week. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, what's, what's that coming for? It's uh, 3DS and Wii... And I think DS? Yeah, it's Nintendo exclusive. So. Okay, I gotcha. Um, Marvel Avengers Battle for Earth for Xbox 360 Connect. Dropping this week. Oh, by the way, the Moshi Monsters and the La La Loopsie are also coming to 3DS. So they're on both. Lego Lord of the Rings dropping like it hot this week for 3DS. Everything. Yeah, Vita, PlayStation, Wii, PC. <clears throat> Toy Story Mania is also coming to 360 Connect. Just saw that. Uh, Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation. It's coming out this week for the Vita. Uh, Smart As, which is a, another Vita game. Throughout this, is there are three Vita games coming out this week. Yeah, there was mm. two because one of them was Smart As. So yeah, uh, last week. And then uh, Ragnarok Odyssey is dropping this week. Are you going to be getting that for review? It's already here. Wombat's reviewing it. Oh, okay. So looks like it's yeah. It's weird. The collector's edition is listed as the thirty-first, and the regular edition is listed as November second. Huh. So that's kind of that's both this week though, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, as far as digital stuff goes, uh, Pool Nation is hitting 360 this week. Xbox Live Arcade, uh, which actually we have somebody reviewing that right now, which is John. So we'll have a review up for that this week. Uh, the Sleeping Pole Dogs, Nation? Pool. Oh, Pool like Nation! I said Pool Nation. <laughs> yeah. Um, PSN this week is getting the uh, Darksiders two. Well, everybody's getting the DLC. 360 and PS3 is getting the new Darksiders 2, the Abysmal, the Abysmal Forge, uh, Max Payne 3 Hostage Negotiations, and Sleeping Dogs uh, Nightmare in North Point, which looks pretty awesome. Makes me really want to get back into Sleeping Dogs. Uh, as far as digital games for the PS3 this week, we have Okami HD dropping this week. Sweet. I'm to pick that up. How much is that? Fifteen. Um, you'll be reviewing it. Okay, cool. So, because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on then. So yeah, I think it's fifteen bucks. Uh, and that is it. <laughs> I don't think there's anything coming out. This th- th- week. That's all. That's all that's coming out this week. God, it's fucking barren again. So there you go. There's new releases. For the week. Does that make you cry a little bit inside? I'm sure it's all makes me cry. Uh, too many games, not enough time. Now we'll move, yep. on, to, move on to news. Uh, top story this week. Uh, I, okay. Uh, G4 
canceling X Play and Attack of the Show, so that is no longer a gaming network. Yeah, mm. that's now based on cops and cheaters, and cheaters, cheaters. What else? Campus PD. Um, Dude, I don't even know what's on that show. I don't either. I just know cops used to be on there. Cops and Campus PD. Who cares? Don't get me wrong. I mean, I do like watching cops just because people are idiots. Yeah, but that's... It's a video game channel. Well, it was. It was. It was when it was tech TV. Oh, but anyway. um, Sad. Uh, I mean, the the place has been going to hell since Sessler left anyway. The place has been going to hell since... Well, since it stopped being tech TV, but it yeah. it pretty much hit the it hit the basement floor when Sessler left. So one of the yeah. one of the big guys I respect in this industry, and once he was gone, I didn't care. Yeah, uh, GameStop is opening a new chain of stores called GameStop Kids. Uh, there will be eighty concept retail outlets in malls across the country. They will sell toys and accessories. Including games, uh, the accessories and toys will come from, of course, Lego, Star Wars, Minecraft, and Skylanders. I figured it'd just be a Skylanders store. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you'd be you'd be shocked how big Lego is. When I was at Toys R Us yesterday, they were having a Lego event, and the kids were ignoring the Skylanders for it. So, snap. Yeah. Uh, GTA Vice City is coming to iOS and Android in celebration of the game's 10th anniversary. Holy shit! That game's 10 years old. Makes you feel old, doesn't it? Fuck. <laughs> uh, Ratchet and Clank, Full Frontal Assault, is coming out on the 27th of November. It's a $20 action game from Insomniac. Oh, I was about to say, is this a full-on Ratchet and Clank game? That's well, what I was a, wondering. It's also a cross-buy title for PS3 and Vita. So, Really? Uh, Activision says that the Family Guy, Back to the Multiverse, uh, the fans will truly appreciate this game. I, I can't tell you, uh, you know, I'm pretty hyped for this game. Like, uh, wasn't it supposed to come out like months ago? Yeah, it was supposed to come out in October, and then they delayed it until November. It's now due out on November 20th. Okay. So, and it looks like the guys who are making the game really understand the show. So I'm pretty excited. Like, I know the Simpsons game that was made by EA a few years ago was very fan servicey, And as long as this is that, I will be happy. So I'm pretty excited about it. I'm not getting my hopes up for, like, Game of the Year material, but as long as it's a serviceable Family Guy game, I'd be pretty happy with that. Uh, Super Mario 64 had a mod on the PC that added co-op. That's Mario and Luigi? Uh, No, it's Mario and Mario. The fuck? Luigi was never in 64. They modded it. Can't they mod it to be Luigi? I guess if you made his overalls green or something. I don't know. I mean... (laughs) The mods that I've seen in some games are insane. They can't... In an N64 game, they can't add a new character. Yeah, well... You can play co-op now in one of the greatest Mario games ever made. Okay. (sighs) The Walking Dead game coming from Activision, the shooter, has received a subtitle. It's called Survival Instincts. Gotcha. Uh, what's probably one of the most annoying memes of the generation? Uh, Gangnam Style is yes. now coming to Dance Central 3. Actually, I think it's already here, isn't it? No, that was just Dance. Oh. It may be coming to Dance Central 3. Oh. Which, by the way, did anybody watch South Park this week? No. Even uh-huh. they even they got in on it. They had a whole Gangnam Style 
joke in there. It was pretty funny. Uh, Wii U is going to be sold at a loss, according to uh, Nintendo. Sounds about right. Uh, Assassin's Creed 3 breaks Ubisoft's pre-order records. Doesn't shock me. A lot of people hyped for that game. Uh, Halo 4 is Microsoft's most expensive game ever. You know, they're not really pushing Halo 4 as much as I thought they would be. I don't know, dude. They've already got the Mountain Dew, the Doritos. They've got the commercials. <laughs> the Doritos. That's they, not... they, they, they did. Well, there's a controversy on that, too. Let's not. No, I'm not even talking about it. You're not talking about I'm it? I'm not talking about it. But everybody on the planet is. I'm not talking about it. It's stupid. <laughs> Gaming journalism is hitting you low. Okay, whatever. Because of a fucking picture. He's not even a Whatever. Uh, Animal Crossing. The new one for the 3DS is called New Leaf. It's coming in the first half of 2013. Uh, if you didn't think Assassin's Creed was big, it's getting its own official clothing line. Hmm. I'm, I'm not even kidding. We'll include Sorry. cardigan sweaters, coats, long sleeve t-shirts. It's only available in Europe, Asia, and Australia. Sounds Damn, about right. I have to go to Europe. Uh, Dishonored is getting new DLC, uh, a challenge map pack, uh, as well as some story DLC from what I read. Uh, we talked about the update to Resident Evil 6 coming in mid-December. We'll add a camera adjustment as well as opening up Ada's campaign and adding the no hope of difficulty. That um, game's already hard. Yeah. Uh, Minecraft is more popular on Xbox Live than Modern Warfare 3. It well, was the... Black Ops is more popular than Modern Warfare 3. No. Minecraft is the most popular game on Xbox Live, I think. Hmm. That's crazy. That is. Uh, uh, there are more than 250,000 on GameStop's uh, Wii U waiting list. We're not even talking about pre-orders. We're talking about the waiting list. If they pull that bullshit like they did with the Wii. Quarter of a million people waiting to get a pre-order. Yeah. Um... Nintendo announced a couple Wii bundles, which I thought one of them was brilliant. Actually, both of them are pretty brilliant. One of them is Skylanders. Comes with an exclusive Tree Rex blue figure and a blue system. Yeah. That's pretty smart. That'll sell well. Is that uh, the giant one? or? Yeah, that's the giant character. Uh, okay. and they're also creating a Just Dance 4 bundle. So, hmm. uh, God of War Ascension is getting DLC from the movie 300. Huh? Yeah. Uh, whatever. Uh, Capcom envisions a unique Resident Evil game for the Wii U. Here it comes. Nintendo's exclusive Resident Evil game. Yeah, like that happened before. Uh, Capcom's talking about it already. Capcom never talked about it for the Wii. No, I'm they not... talked about it for GameCube, Resident Evil 4, and we see how long that lasted. Hey, it's still got exclusive for a year. You gonna tell me you're going to wait a year to play Resident Evil? You damn right! I ain't buying a fucking Wii U. Okay. <laughs> if you don't want to play games, that's fine. No, I totally want to play games. I don't want to play games on that system. Okay. You haven't even played the system yet. I know. I'm not going to. Yeah. It's because you're a bitch. No, it's because I want them to fail. <laughs> I don't think you not playing it's going to cause them to fail when there are two hundred fifty thousand people waiting to get a pre-order. Um, who 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 released that? Who released what? That press release. GameStop? GameStop then? Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, Halo 4 is getting a DLC pass. No shock there. Uh, and Grand Theft Auto 5. I saw the rumor pop up this week that it's been confirmed for a spring release date. I guess uh, marketing materials have shown up across the country. I think now it's confirmed. Yeah, but <laughs> how many times do I have to say May? It's coming out in May. Every Rockstar game comes out in May. Oh, that's spring 2013. Exactly. I said that like six months ago. People just... don't work at game. You don't work at fucking Rockstar, so we don't know. <sighs> Whatever. Okay, so that's it. Um, I got one email. Okay. It comes from Adam Trimbath. He says, "Hey guys, I've been hey guys. collecting a few Skylanders." <laughs> A few. So I can, right, tell us the truth. So I can play the first game again with different characters before I get giants. What are your some of your favorites from the first game that I could buy? Peace out. Uh, let me think here. My favorites from the first game. I, I love Trigger Happy, but you don't have to buy him. He comes in the in the bundle. Um, who have I been playing recently that I was really digging? Uh, Drill Sergeant, of course. Drillbot. Everybody loves Drillbot. Yeah. Drobot's pretty cool. Um, I'm trying to think who else I've got. I know Jason likes Chop Chop. Yep. So I'm trying to think who I played recently. Like, I've been leveling up so many different characters in Giants that I'm trying to remember who I played with that I really dug. I I'm really, a big fan of Kevin Sorbo. Shut up. <laughs> He's in the game, though. Kevin Sorbo's in the game? He voices one of the characters in Giants, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm not kidding. Motherfucker, I didn't even know that. I just guessed Kevin Sorbo. Yeah, I, I got <laughs> I picked up Pop Fizz the other day, and he is uh, he's voiced by Bobcat Goldthwait, which is great. Oh God. Um, as far as the first, but none of those guys work in the first game. So I'm trying to think of some more from the first game that I really dig. God, I have so many of these stupid things, and I can't remember half of them. That's the terrible part of it. I don't ask me. I've never even played. I've played the game for like two hours on the Wii. And we played as Spyro and some dude with a harpoon. That's Gilgrunt. There you go. <laughs> I like Gilgrunt, but he's also one of the bundle packs. So he comes in the starter kit. Exactly. I mean, we played with the starter guys. Yeah. It's Trigger Happy and uh, Gilgrunt. Glorified DLC. <laughs> you know what? I love it. You say what you want about that game, man, but people are buying the crap out of it. because so I More power to them, dude. It's Seriously. an awesome game. Uh, when you do get Giants, though, man, pick up Chill. Chill has become, like, my favorite character in the second game. Now, that's not a starter? No, that is a separate figure for the... So, if I were to go pick up... Which one would you think... I, which one should I pick up? Skylanders or Skylanders Giants? I don't know. They're both really good. Like, Giants is... Um, more streamlined. Okay. Um, and it, of course, uses every figure, so any figure you buy will work in Giants, but um, only certain figures work in the first game, but the first game is more open world. So, like, the hub world is huge and there's a bunch more secrets and it's a longer game. Gotcha. Uh, but they're both, they're both really good. I mean, I heard you, you and Dave talking about it and you said it was kind of like Diablo and I was like, I guess I could get into that and I wouldn't have to pick up any of the other characters. I could just use the characters come with it. Yeah, but once you level, once you max them out, you're going to be like, I want to max out some more guys. Well, I mean, when that happens, I could just pick up one. How much are they? Uh, Ten bucks. Ten bucks per Per character? figure. 
That's just for regular figures. How much the are Giants? Giants are 15. And then Light Cores are 12. And then you can buy triple packs. Uh, triple packs of the first series are 20, and triple packs from the new series are 25. Jesus, that's expensive. Oh, it gets there. Trust me. I've, I've spent way too much money on it. Um, but uh, I, I don't know if I could do that. How much is, how much is like a starter? It's, uh, it's the regular starters are 69, and I think the giant starter is 75. So $69, I get two characters. Three characters. Three characters, a portal, and the game. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, nah, I'm not going to do that. Because I know knowing me, I'll fuck out and just go buy them. That's the thing, is that's what you do. And it's awesome, because the figures, not only are they cool in the game, they look awesome. <laughs> like, every time we sit down to play, I spread that bitch out, and I just, like, look at all my figures, and I'm like, all right, this is Pimp. <laughs> like, you should see my figure collection. It's ridiculous. The amount of eye rolling I will get from Sarah, dude. She'll get insane. into it. She get into it. No, she won't. Oh yeah, my wife loves it. Hold on a minute. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you something. What are you gonna do? Take a picture of all of them? Oh, I've already got one. Oh, you just gonna send it to me? Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna text it to you. There is. It's coming through now. But while I'm doing that. I'm going to flip over to the Twitter. I'm not going to do all the Twitter. Twitter's massive, and there's a direct question to Dave, and he's all sad because he hadn't got a question yet. Damn. He, he has one now. Did you get my picture? Not yet. Okay. Uh, I have a signal. i got to get a signal here. Hang on. Uh, first question comes from... Actually, a lot of questions come from Blue Apple Blue. His first question is, what are your thoughts on the Starhawk developer switching to iOS? Who is next... <laughs> To switch. Uh, who else had a game that kind of failed? Everybody. <laughs> Pretty much. David Jaffe. <laughs> he's going to move over to iOS stuff. Well, he's working on something. He claims it's not iOS. There we go. I got that picture. All right, I sent it to you too, Jason, just so you could revel in my awesomeness. Jesus Christ! Dude, those are that's that was the most recent when I added eight yesterday. I added eight new characters yesterday. Now are those giants, the ones in the back. Yeah, those are the big guys. I have three of those. I have a fourth one on the way, so I have all four of the current giants. So, damn it, you you are going to convince me to buy this fucking game, and I'm going to punch you in the face. No, you won't, because you'll love it. I have um, to get it for PS3. I'm trying to think who else would go iOS. Uh, probably some uh, developer. I know, most of them, a lot of them did. I don't know. Yeah, that's a lot of the. That's a lot of Skylanders. Yeah, <laughs> I have a problem. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and move to his next question because I I can't really think of anybody. His next question is, what do you think about Silent Hill: Book of Memories backlash? Why the hate after announcing it? Will Silent Hill fans ever be satisfied? No, they won't. They I, don't still know, can, I didn't know there was backlash. Well, yeah, because it's not a Silent Hill game. It's a top-down action RPG, which I talked about extensively last week, and I thought it was pretty good. So, huh. Is it a multiplayer? Yes, four-player um, dungeon crawler. That sounds cool, actually. What the hell? It's grindy. It's really grindy after a while. 
it's it's an RPG apparently. So yeah, but it's it's it, it, you just have to. It's really grindy. That that really what killed it for me. Like the first three or four hours, I was really digging it, and then it got really grindy. So. Mm. Uh, he says for the PSN promotion, and to answer his question, no, Silent Hill, Silent Hill fans will never be happy. Never. They're they're about as snooty as 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 a lot of people out there. Oh yeah, every they, fan. I mean, the Silent Hill guys are really bad. They're 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 worse than Resident Evil fans. Oh yeah, they are. Because um, Resident Evil fans just like having fun, for the most part. They haven't. Silent Hill fans haven't liked a game since the Room, and even yeah. that one, they're kind of eh on. And the room wasn't even supposed to be a Silent Hill game. Yeah, which is kind of weird. <clears throat> but anyway, no, they will never be happy. Uh, he says, for the PSN $100 promotion, I easily ended spending uh, more than 150 and I'm going to spend more. Are you scared from the digital download future? Absolutely not. In fact, I embrace it. Well, there you go. I, uh, uh, pers- in fact, I should mention, I, I picked up a um, uh, Festival of Blood, the yeah. infamous you know okay. what? You know, it, as long as the new generation of consoles has big hard drives, or it gives you the ability to plug in an external hard drive, like the Wii U is doing, I'm okay with the digital download future. Uh, in fact, I I praise it for our personal position because it's so much easier to get games. Exactly. So, like, you know, with us fighting to get Assassin's Creed, if they just sent us a code on Monday, we'd have been kosher. You know. You yeah. don't have to worry about shipping. You don't have to worry, especially when so many of us are scattered around the U.S. When I have to get you guys games in England, yeah, it doesn't take me four or five days to get you the game. Yeah, so I can just send you the code and it's done. So no, I'm not scared of it. I'm I'm fine with it. I'm totally fine with it. Uh, he wants to know if anybody tried the PlayStation Mobile Store. How are the games? Nope, I haven't tried it. I don't have anything that's PlayStation Mobile enabled. I don't either. So, I don't really care. Don't you have to have a Sony Ericsson to do that? I believe so. Yeah, no. I have a Samsung. I I don't know very many people that have a Sony <coughs> Ericsson phone. Yeah. Me either. Um, his next question is, has, have anyone ever bought a game for a system that they don't own just in case it goes out of print? Uh, yes. Well, not just because it goes out of print. I have owned plenty of Dreamcast games as well as Xbox original games and never owned that system. I, I know Jason has bought tons of games for systems he didn't own, usually before he buys the system. Yeah, yeah. but I, but I, uh... I always end up buying the system eventually anyway. In fact, I bought Marvel vs. Capcom 2 on both the Dreamcast as well as the Xbox. Nice. That's kind of stupid. Well, that's how I was back then. Well, the, stupid? They were, they were really collectible at one time, though. Not anymore. They were, they were at one time. Now they're not worth shit, so I, just, yeah. I have, a, I have a, a piece of crap laying here. Uh, me, personally, no. Because there's not been a system I didn't own. Snap. There's been plenty of systems. I've never owned a Sega system. Well, that's because you're still stupid. Because I was a Nintendo guy. Yeah, imagine that. That's why you're so bitter. Not really. <laughs> uh, which console do you regret buying? I was going to put Ouya, but it never got released. That's because it's not time for it yet. 
Um, so I choose the 3DO. That's a rough one. I don't regret my 3DO. I regret my CDI. What the hell did you play on your 3DO except Mist? I played Burn Cycle, uh, Street Fighter, Samurai Showdown. There were there were some decent games on it. I didn't regret buying it. Of course, I didn't pay $700 for it either. Yeah, fucking crazy. I thoroughly regret buying my Wii. <laughs> and I sold it. And then I went in with a two roommates of mine and bought another one. <laughs> Apparently, you didn't regret it that much. Well, I didn't regret that one because I didn't have to spend as much on it, and then we hacked the shit out of it, and we never had to buy a Wii game for the rest of our lives. And now the FBI is knocking on your door. I don't give a damn. <laughs> it's not at my house. I think we're going to see you on an episode of Cops on G4. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I could just see you, too, because you'd be there with your shirt off, being all rednecky. Oh, yeah, I'll take my shirt off, and somehow my pants will come down. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought this was America. <laughs> I thought this was America. Home of the free. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> and then you go, hey, you want some beer? I got some pretzels <laughs> in the house. Uh, okay, his next question is, uh, Jason, did you have a system? Actually, no. Um, The only system, well, actually... The only system that I ever like regretted buying was a system that later on I re- actually did regret taking back, and that was the um, the Sega Master System, uh, the one that came with the the gun and the uh, the 3D missile missile game, and. Uh, I, for some reason, I just didn't like the game itself and just ended up taking back the whole system. But then I uh, quickly regretted it because um, uh, a version of Double Dragon came out that was closer to the arcade version than the than the NES one came out. And I immediately regretted taking it back, but the damage was already done. And, of course, stuff like Fantasy Star and a few other games. So... All right. Yeah. His next question says, a lot of developers closed this generation. Which developer will you miss the most? Hmm. Developer. Bizarre Creations. You going to miss Bizarre? I didn't even know you liked Project Gotham. <laughs> I like Geometry Wars. <laughs> I you, think... guys may, you guys make fun, but seriously, Geometry Wars uh, 2... I put, I put like 30 hours in that game. I like the game, but I think there's enough of it out there. Like, man, it's not, but it's not as good as Geometry Wars. Geometry Wars was amazing. No, but I mean, there's enough Geometry Wars out there. Eh, I could always go with Geometry Wars 3. And you know the guys, some of the guys from Bizarre Creations are now at Playground Games, right? What's Playground Games? They made Forza Horizon. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, hmm. there's a little bit of trivia for you. Hmm, I did not know that. Um, I don't know, to be honest with you. I miss... <sighs> Inafune? Because he's making Oops. iOS games? Yeah, I miss I'm, I, I miss old school Capcom. Yeah. Yeah. Although I don't hate new school Capcom. Same here. I kind of do. 
Well, how can you? You love Street Fighter. You like Dragon's Dogma. You're digging Resident Evil. Yep. Uh, yeah, but I hate, hate the way they treat their customers with the DLC, dude. <laughs> Lest we forget, set. we had two Marvel vs. Capcom games come out in the exact same year. Yeah. And I played them both, and they were both good. Yeah. Sometimes you have to separate the business from the art. Sometimes. Uh, here's a game none of us have talked about yet. He wants to know what our thoughts on PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Hmm. Um, I haven't played likely, it. I, I'm going to buy it. I haven't played it. Well, you know the bait is up, right? Yeah. And nobody's played it except for John. No, I played it. You play, well, what do you think of it? Uh, it it's Super Smash Brothers. Well, yeah, I know it's Super Smash Brothers, but I mean, it's it's a fun little party game, and it has online multiplayer. Sure, I mean, I, I'm totally looking forward to that game. More than likely, I will buy it. Yes, I'll, I'll probably buy it, but yeah, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it as well. I haven't played it's, the. It's a it's a fun little game. That's what, I mean, I'm not going to call it a fighting game because it's not a fighting game. It's a fighting game. No. <laughs> No, it's not. Uh, is there a genre that you really want to play but you can never get into? He says, fighting games never clicked with me. I can teach you. <laughs> you know, I'm uh, just saying. I'm, I'm not good. I mean, are, you, are you the master and he's the student? Could be. I mean, I'm not that good, but I mean, I'm decent at Street Fighter. Persona 4 Arena, I'm pretty good at. Thing is, with me, I'm, I've never been good at fighting games but I just keep playing them anyway continue to get my butt handed to me and I don't care I just keep playing them <laughs> I think I'm a masochist when it comes to the that genre yeah I don't know I don't know that there's a genre that has never clicked with me I guess we could do the strategy thing because yeah. the only one that's ever clicked with me has been Starcraft so Real-time strategy games, I just do not like them. Um, truth be told, I really don't care about playing them. You know, I'm sure StarCraft and StarCraft Two are amazing games, but I don't like them. And it's it's not a, it's not a thing of man. I wish I could get into it. Not I, I really don't want to get into it. Yeah. He continues the question by saying, "I think I thought I didn't like Super Smash Brothers because I didn't care about the Nintendo characters, and I may like fighting games if they had memorable uh, characters from games that I grew up with. But after playing PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale, I'm confident that I will YouTube the special moves like uh, like before. So I guess he's just not into the which. Yeah, if you're not into fighting games, that's not the game to play. Drew's right about that. Yeah." If you want to get into fighting games, you want to play something like Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. Um, the most, I'd say, the most accessible game, fighting game this generation, probably Mortal Kombat. Probably Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it's it's easy to pick up and play. It's um, a sim, it's simplistic in in its structure, but it's complex and in, in everything else. Actually, um, DOA is a lot like that too. DOA is you can button mash and play against the computer on easy. And you're perfectly fine because you do really cool moves, but there is some real depth into that game. Street Fighter Four is pretty accessible too. Yeah, Street Fighter Four is accessible as long as you tone it down because the normal difficulty is—it's not hard if you know what you're doing, but if you're just mashing buttons, you will lose. Yeah. So, 
I mean, there's there's a lot of simplistic games out there. Like, I mean, if you want to get into more technical games, like Persona 4 Arena is very simplistic in nature, but man, that game is technical at times. It's very good. Anything made by Arc System Works is pretty technical. But so simplistic. That's the thing about it. Yeah. Four four buttons. That's all you have. Yeah. You'd be surprised how much you can do with four buttons. Look at Virtua Fighter and how much you can do with three. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of insane. I would stay away from King of Fighters. Yeah, that's that's a as, that's as much a, as I like King of Fighters. King of Fighters is complex as shit. Yeah, it's it's a very acquired taste. It's like the yeah. it's the thinking man Street Fighter. Yeah, it really is. Uh, he says, "Have you ever YouTubed a whole game or all of the cutscenes?" I have YouTubed an entire game. I watched a man beat uh, Demon Souls in an hour. I have never done this. I think I've YouTubed an ending in a game that I just could not bring myself to finish. I've, I've done that too. But I've never YouTubed a whole game. Unless you're talking about speedruns. Yeah, speedruns. I mean, I, I, I watched a guy beat Mario 64 um, and get every single star, and he did it in about two hours. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't watch it all. I kind of skimmed through it. And it's yeah. it's neat to see. Like They really should have done it in like fast motion so you could watch it in about 15 minutes or something. I've never seen anybody play Mario like that. That was insane. I watched a guy do Mega Man without dying. Just because I was so impressed by that. Yeah. So, I mean, he just, he knew every single spot to exploit. Which is always impressive to watch. Uh, And finally, his last question. This guy had a lot of questions. He said, Disgaea, Persona, and Neptunia had polls for the most popular character. Will there be a poll for the most popular podcaster in N4G? No. Who's the, who's the most popular? A podcaster? Yeah. It's Gambus. Of course it is. Is that even a question? <sighs> it's not a question. I mean, it's a fact. But yeah. I don't know. If, if Gambus was out of the equation. If he was out of the equation... Apparently it's K-Dub, even though he's never on. Yeah, that's true. Everybody loves K-Dub. Yeah, everybody loves him. He's never on here. <laughs> I'm, I'm just the redneck. I'm the most hated, easily. He's just the most opinionated. Yeah. I'm the most opinionated, but I guess nobody takes me serious because of my redneck accent. See, what it is, is somebody told me once, and I know Jason will get a kick out of this, that I try to use my mind control <laughs> to make people agree with me, and that's why they don't like me. Those Jedi mind tricks have I, no effect I do. on me. I use Jedi mind tricks to like, and <laughs> I remember this came up when we first started doing the podcast about the Wii, and I was totally anti Wii, and nobody was agreeing with me, and I spent the whole podcast trying to convince them otherwise, because that's how I roll. If you don't agree with me, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's all his questions for last week. Wow. Uh, he has a bunch of questions this week, which I'm not going to get into a lot of these. Um, he sent us a bunch of one-month PS Plus codes for the U, the European store. Hmm. So, there's that. Um, here's a tweet from some guy named Gambus Khan about listening to the new podcast while playing Xenoblade Chronicles and an iOS game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll save Dave's question for next Who week. Who asked the question, at least? Came from Omega... Omega... Omega Baumung. No, I'm probably saying that wrong. Okay. 
He asked Dave a question. We'll get to that next week. Uh, Creed and Raid says, how do y'all feel about Nintendo's option to not upscale Wii games to HD? If they, uh, Is it because they plan to resell those games to us? More than likely. Yeah, that's the way Nintendo works. They'll see, they'll see that this HD remix and HD remakes are making a little bit of bank. They'll be like, hey, we can do that too. Oh, there's some games I would look forward to that on, but <clears throat> most of them I would just not care. Yeah. Uh, um, just kind of skimming through the rest of these. Uh, does Loud Boy says K Dub is a handsome man? That is all. I would agree with him. Uh, Blue Apple Blue and John Whitehouse are discussing things on Twitter. We'll get back to that next week. And for the last question on the show, Mighty Mookie, Mookie's Groove wants to know: Give me a scary game to play. Fatal Frame Two: Crimson Butterfly. I thought the first one was scarier, but that's just me. Really? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why. Can't really go wrong with either or. No, this as long as true. you don't as long as you don't play the, the, the new Wii one. Yeah, the fourth one. Yeah, the fourth one is not very good. The third one is eh. But one and two, both scary as shit. Yeah. Um condemned. Condemned one and condemned two. Yeah, those are pretty creepy games. Those are very atmospheric. But like play them. Uh, with the headphones on, you'll get scared. Uh, I have to. I have to go back to the first Dead Space. First Dead Space scared the shit out yeah, of me. Yeah, the first. The first Dead Space is pretty creepy. Fear two scared the crap out of me. Yeah, Fear two is pretty scary. Um, I don't know. Well, you can always go to what's the 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 first Phoenix Down. What was the what's the name of that game? Oh, Amnesia. Amnesia. Yeah, the first half of Amnesia is pretty creepy, but the second half is just like, run, 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 run. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that's really pretty scary. The first three Silent Hills are pretty scary. The room is fucking creepy. I remember the third one being really creepy because it was so dark. Uh, I'd say stay away from those HD remakes, though. Oh, the PS3 version got patched. Oh, okay. So that one should be fine. I didn't have any problem out of the 360 ones. Personally. I, I mean, I didn't... I didn't, like, put them side by side or anything, but... I don't know. I didn't run into most of the problems people did. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I just don't hold those games in high... as high respect as, you know, the rest of the world does. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know, but that's that's quite a bit. That's a, that's a good amount. That keep you through Halloween. Yeah, if you haven't played any of those, I recommend those those games, especially if you can get a hold of Fatal Frame. Fatal Frame is a hard game to get a hold of. Um, yeah. PS2 and Xbox only. Um, backwards compatible, or if you have the original systems, I uh, I want to say both Fatal Frames are backwards compatible on the Xbox. They are. But the problem is, is that they're super rare. I have Crimson Butterfly. I actually have both of the first and the second one, and they trade in for a ton, and they sell for a ton. They do, yeah. So they're, they're, they're hard to find. They're very rare. Uh, but I think you can get them on PS2 pretty cheap if you've got a backwards-compatible system or a PS2. But definitely both of those games are the ones that I would probably put up at the highest. Uh, but that's it. And we'll get back to Dave's question next week. And that's the show. That's the tweets. That's the email. And, and we have one iTunes review. 
excellent. It is a five-star review, and it we are fucking famous, dude. Like, seriously? Because it's from a person named PSN Barack Obama. Uh, <laughs> underscore elite. Well, uh, the underscore elite sells it for me. <laughs> or it's underscore 1337. So. Oh, it really sells it for me, then. Yeah. Um, it says, I've been listening for a few years now. Uh, finally bought an iPod. First thing I had to do was rate your show with five stars. Keep up the good work. Awesome. I appreciate it. Thank you, Mr. President. Yes. Thanks, Barry. Thank you. <laughs> Barry? Barry? Yeah, that's that's what I call him. We hang oh. out on the weekends. We go clubbing. Uh-huh. I got you. Actually, we go Krogering. That's what I call clubbing. <laughs> Going Walmart. Yeah, we go we go Walmarting. But anyway, that's it. So, Mr. Khan, you got your shout-outs? Let's see here. Shout-out to the Front Towards Gamer radio podcast. Um, a big shout-out to the Red Sun Gamer podcast. Yeah, he streamed. That's the other game we forgot comes out this week. Is uh, it's not Zone of the Enders collection. It's Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Rising demo. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, because that's that comes with Zone of the Enders collection. Yeah, comes with uh, two two bonus games. It's like they it's like Konami slapped that series in the face, and it's like you're going to be the Metal Gear Solid demo catalyst. That's the reason why I bought Zone of the Enders 1. Well, that's probably why I will enjoy Zone of the Enders HD collection. (laughs) Yep. Perhaps. And, of course, a big shout-out to the Phoenix Down podcast. Well, thank you, sir. I I know that show. I think I listened to it a couple times. Mm Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. They they need to get their facts straight sometimes, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you know it's funny. Uh, trust me, I don't know anything about video games. I just talk about them. Yeah, pretty much. I think that's all of us. <laughs> but that's it. Unless anybody has anything else. No, I'm good. I'm gonna take that as a no. <laughs> yeah. So, Mr. Khan, you can do your thing. And we can get out of here. All right, and it goes like.